so nope, that's not how I <laughs> I do this all the time. <laughs> okay. Hey there, friends. Welcome to Books That Shape Us. My name is Meg Runyon. I am a body-mind coach, creative, and avid book lover. What's my favorite kind of book? The book that speaks to my soul. I am endlessly fascinated by the power of stories to awaken us and change our lives. And the great thing is, any kind of book can speak to your soul. Join me as I explore how books have shaped my life. I also bring on guests to chat about the books that have captured their imagination and changed their lives. We'll talk about all kinds of books, from children's books to nonfiction. All genres are welcome here. Oh, and a quick heads up, we do occasionally use some salty adult language, so be aware of that. Now get comfy, and let's get into Books That Shape Us. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Books That Shape Us. And if this is your first episode of Books That Shape Us, welcome. I am so excited that you are here. So today, I want to talk to you about the idea of books being like food. This is an uh, like a metaphor or a perspective I use sometimes just to like you know, have a fun thought experiment about books. And, you know, when I am at a place where I'm ready to start a new book, um, and I'm not sure what book that is, this idea of books as food, as nourishment, is something that I, I play around with as a way of trying to pick, like, what kind of book do I want to read next? Like, what's calling to me? So as I've said before in previous episodes, I like to see and talk with people about how books open us up, how they inspire us, they teach us, and you know, give us permission, open us up to possibility, help us build connections with others, all that kind of good stuff. And so Along with all those ideas, I love this idea of seeing books as nourishment, how they nourish the body, the soul, and the mind. It's not just about informing the mind and becoming a better informed person, which is great, but that's not the only thing that books as nourishment can do. Like I said, like I thoroughly believe that, like, Books and stories are in our bones, are like our body and our soul, like metabolize them and they make up part of who we are. And so, this idea of books as nourishment is a way of thinking or looking at it as like, am I getting a well rounded meal? So, books as nourishment. So, like, what if all the different kinds of books, all the different genres of books out there have nutrients for us, nutrients for our body, our soul, our mind, just like food does? And now, 
this isn't like a one-to-one correlation metaphor. Like all metaphors, this breaks down after a while. So I like, I don't think there's any sort of book food pyramid that I would recommend to anyone. I, my experience with books is that books from any genre, any kind of book have spoken to my soul, have informed me, have opened my eyes, have taught me. And, and so I'm not just thinking like, oh, if I, if I need like the fiber of my book diet, then I need to go to history or anything like that. Cause like I've experienced some history books as being inspiring and, and eye-opening and fascinating. And I've also experienced some history books that are dry as dust. So just like, so I'm just, I'm going to leave that thought there. Um, so thinking of books as having nutrients, books as nourishment, um, it's kind of just a loose, a loose metaphor. And I, and I also know like food can be a tricky topic for some people. And if this metaphor does not work for you, if like comparing books to food is, a, is, is hard, um, then feel free to just leave this idea. This, these are just my thoughts and take what works and, and leave the rest. So yeah, so seeing different kinds of books as having different kinds of, of nourishment. And the other, I love that I started, like, I'm going to talk about books as food, and now I'm starting to go down the rabbit hole of, here are all the reasons why this metaphor breaks down. But let's just, like, on a higher, like, overview kind of level, think about what if books are nourishment? And how how can that help us figure out what, what books we want to read, figure out what book we want to read next. It's like taking a moment to check in with yourself of like, like what kind of book or story am I craving right now? And this is kind of how, how I eat is what is my, I, I check in, I get quiet. I take a couple of slow breaths and I check in with my body and and see what kind of food sounds interesting to my body. And so I do the same thing with books. I if I'm in a place where I'm not quite sure of like what I want to read, I will get quiet and and ask myself what kind of what kind of book, story, nourishment, am I craving right now? And so it's tapping into my intuition and tapping into like that inner wisdom, that body wisdom of my body knows, my intuition knows what I need or what could you know, be an interesting exploration. That's, that's kind of the practice I use when I think of books as nourishment and, and it is, even though it's a flawed metaphor, like I still really enjoy thinking about like, Oh, I'm, I'm really craving adventure right now. And yeah, I could go to the 
adventure fiction section, definitely. I could I could also go to the travel section and find um, books of, you know about travel in different places of the world. I could go to the memoir section and read someone's memoir about their travels to another place. Or I could go to the history section and and learn the history of different places. So this I, this this craving of adventure can be met in different ways. It could be met through through poetry. It could be met through young adult fiction or even just even children's books. And it doesn't have to just be fiction. Adventure can happen in all kinds of of books. So when I'm thinking about books as nourishment, you know, it's it's the themes of the books I think are the nourishment. You know, there are times where I am craving information, like I want to learn more about a subject, like themes of of social justice and oppression and how we can move forward. You know, that is that is nourishment to my soul of unlearning unhealthy old stories and learning new new ways of being in the world seeing different types of books as nourishment um maybe i'm craving something light and playful and that's going to be a way of feeding my soul some people might call it escapism that isn't necessarily a bad thing I think incorporating levity and some absurdity and in in the midst of hard times is good is is necessary to help us walk through grief and loss having those moments of levity maybe some dark humor, that could be nourishing to someone. And that's not a bad thing. Another way I like to think of books as food is looking at different genres as different cuisines. You know, you have, you probably have a few different types of cuisines that are your favorite foods. Maybe it's getting sushi, maybe it's going to a Mexican restaurant, maybe it's Indian food. There are all different kinds of cuisines out there. And what if those different kinds of books, those different genres of books are kind of like different cuisines? And maybe you have a few that are your go-to, I know I love this, and um, I love a lot of dishes from this type of cuisine. And there might be a few other cuisines out there that maybe you just like a couple dishes from. And that's okay too. So I know my experience eating different foods foods from around the world, like I used to be I used to be skeptical about Indian food and sushi. And it took a while. And it took some friends recommending some dishes to me, just like friends recommending books. Um, I had some friends recommend dishes, you know, take me out to friends that loved Indian food or loved sushi, 
take me to those restaurants and helped helped me guide guide me through the menu and helped me discover dishes. It's like, oh, I really love this. And these are dishes I can enjoy. And and as the years have gone by, I've gotten more and more adventurous in the the kinds of foods I'm open to eating. And the same is true of books. Like I used to have a, a few like narrow genres of books that I would I would read and and sometimes I'll be honest, I kind of looked a little skeptical and a little snobby about some genres of books. And I'm not proud of that. I am glad that I have learned better because like for example, I used to look down my nose at murder mystery series. I thought they were just fluffy, blah, blah, blah. Been there, done that, wrote kind of writing. And then I got my comeuppance. Uh, I randomly discovered a murder mystery series that I, that just like spoke to my soul. Like the, the author effortlessly wove in you know, deep spiritual truths, not in a ham-fisted, hard-handed kind of way. It's just a natural part of the story. And and I guess I was just hungry for it at the time. And and I caught it. And I it made me think. And and I'll tell you, it, it, the murder mystery series starts with a book titled Still Life, and it's by Louise Penny. I absolutely love it. And it, it turned out to be Eventually, it became a murder mystery series where she started publishing a book every year. And again, in my previous snobby mindset, I was just like, authors who churn out a book a year, how good can they be? I know. What a jerk am I? Again, not proud of that perspective. And I'm so excited that, that it changed. So that was, yeah, just a fun come up and like I was able to laugh at myself of like oh you had a little snobby attitude about murder mystery novels well here's one that's going to rock your boat fascinate you and get you hooked and I've I've read most of the books in that series I've gotten a little behind but I love them so much and if I had stuck with that snobby attitude of like mm, I don't like murder mystery novels, just like, eh, I don't know about sushi. I would have missed out on this. I would have missed out on great sushi, which I'm so glad that I now enjoy. Um, And I would have really missed out on this fascinating murder mystery series that warms the heart. The characters are wonderful, and there's some deep, psychological and spiritual truths in there so goes to show you just never know and so being open to to that is like being curious about different kinds of foods let's be curious about different kinds of books and not just dismiss books because that's not my preferred genre um i had the same experience with poetry and i'm going to do a separate episode talking about poetry and how I 
how I actually discovered poetry that I liked, which I didn't think existed. I thought I, uh, I just didn't get poetry, but I will talk about that in another episode, but similar things of like, I've eventually discovered poets that, that did speak to me. And if I had just written off the genre of poetry as like, that's not my style, I would have missed out. And, and being open to being surprised and delighted by different kinds of books has really expanded me as a person and expanded my life and expanded my understanding of the world. My invitation for you is, if it works, imagine books as food. Imagine books as providing nourishment for your mind, for your body, for your soul. Like I said, I believe stories work their ways into our bones, you know, into like the the essence of who we are. The stories we listen to influence us. And I think they can influence us on deeper ways than, than we're even aware of. So imagining books as food. And then imagine that all kinds of books have potential for nourishment. And it's okay to like the cotton candy fluffy stuff. Like, again, there's no book food pyramid that I'm recommending here. There's no, like, you need to get six to eight servings of history and then four servings of personal growth, three servings. No, there's none of that. Um, Because different books uh, speak to, to different people. And in my experience, I've had deep psychological truth bombs come to me through murder mystery novels. So who am I to say you need six servings of history a day? So look at the different genres of books as having potential for nourishment. And and just like food, we all have our favorites and it's fine to have our favorites. Ask yourself, are you getting a variety of books in your reading diet or your listening diet because I'm also a fan of of audiobooks look at what you're reading what you're listening to and then ask yourself like is there is there variety in this and is there a kind of other book that you might be interested in exploring like food from a different country and just play around with those questions Ask yourself, what kind of food nourishment am I looking for in, in a book? Am I looking for adventure, inspiration, information, reflection, fun, playfulness, challenge? Yeah. So there's that. And what other kind of book cuisine would you be interested in exploring? And if you're looking for suggestions, I just happen to have a recommended book list that I can send you. So if you go in the show notes, there is a link to my book list. And it's not an exhaustive list, but it is a list of different kinds of books that have really spoken to me and shaped my life. There's also a list of most of the books that have been featured on Books That Shape Us books that 
guests have come and, and talked about. And yeah, just take that as a place to start. So go to the show notes, click the link to my book list. Um, it might be called my creative creativity book list. And if that kind of puts you off a little bit, just know that I, I believe we are all creative and that books can not just open us up to new ideas and new ways of being in the world, but also can open up our creativity. Yeah, link in the show notes. Play around with this this idea of what if books are a nourishment and see if that helps lead you to explore a different kind of book or just leads you to the next book that sounds interesting, something that you'd like to, to check out. All right, that's it. Happy reading, everyone, and I'll see you next time.